Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Ooh. Nice job. Yeah. Nice try. Awesome. All right. This episode was the finale of Babylon 5, Season 5, and really the series in general. This was called Sleeping in Light. Sleeping in Light. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, yeah, that was something, wasn't it? It was. It's a very emotional uh ending for uh so when we when we told you that there was going to be a time jump what did you what did you think it might involve um i mean i figured there would be we check in all all the main characters mm-hmm. and see how they're doing what's what's going on i assumed we we would see um david oh yeah just foolish of me to think like oh this kid you have a kid well maybe we'll see the kid in the future because the kid will be alive true but i know i i didn't think about the fact that you know, Sheridan's time was going to be up, and they would jump to that point in time. That makes more sense. It makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense. It's, it's nice to touch base with the, all the characters. Now, this episode, I think we might have mentioned before, this was originally shot as the finale of season four. Right, right. Which is one reason why That's we got why to see Ivanova. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah, thank goodness we got <laughs> to see Ivanova. weird without her. It really would have been. I mean, she was such an important character for most of the series, except for this one, this last season. Mm-hmm. She was just as important character for any of them. And yeah, it would have been really sad to not have her. It's actually amazing how well this this works even after a whole other season. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't... Still, it still it works better yeah. in some ways. But. Well, I mean, for one thing, you got the context with... The Lynn's comment about Lanier, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and about you know I mentioned they said lease like oh yeah and some of that stuff you know some of the Garibaldi stuff yeah you know because last we knew he had like betrayed him and then like kind of redeemed himself and that was like the end of season four I think that's the yeah. only reason why you had that line from Garibaldi about like yeah we had our, our yeah, fights in the past yeah. but but we're, he's still my friend well we had obviously he was getting along with Sheridan just fine throughout yeah. most of season five mm-hmm. but yeah. But previously, not necessarily. No, uh, it, it works very well. It works well. I mean, obviously, in, they knew they had this in the can, so they were able to work season five, and it would flow yeah. very smoothly. Well, they got Zach it, to say the thing last episode, like, I'll probably be here the lights get, turn off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always felt, of all characters that never really got... I characters went through an arc and had closure of some sort. I, I've long felt that one that didn't necessarily was Ivanova. Which is one reason here we still saw her kind of discontent, and because yeah. she, in the story, she left because of being distraught over Marcus and mm-hmm. wanted to get go somewhere else. But she still doesn't really seem to have found peace in a lot of ways. Yeah, she's just like, she's got a job that she doesn't like. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, working being head ranger of the Anoshock will uh, give yeah. her some of that mm-hmm. closure. No mention of Lita at all. I was surprised. No. Probably, partly. I'm not sure Lita... Well... I don't think she survives the telepath war from... Oh, okay. From what I remember hearing, reading somewhere. And uh, I mean, she kind of went bad, so they weren't going to, like, toast to her at the end, I guess. No, I, I, I guess not. Well, and then, if you didn't know you seen five, maybe you didn't know exactly how Lita would turn out, either. It'd be That's a lot true. Harder. That's true. That's true. It'd be hard to... To, be, to play that. She got a different role than she might have. <laughs> yes. Right, right. Yeah. That's a good point. It'd be too. really weird if she was at the table too. Like, hey guys, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I think from my understanding is Lita's was always meant to go down on kind of a dark path. Um, I remember reading at some point that the romance with Byron may have wound up being with Ivanova as kind of a, 
uh, bounce back from because Marcus had that, some of that similar yeah. characteristics, but Ivanova was not going to like go down the like the zealots route. No, that yeah. I think Lita was always meant to be kind of a third wheel, and then would eventually kind of go down the dark path. Okay, so similar path, different different circumstances is my understanding of how those plot lines were originally gone. But anyway, two things that make this episode very effective is the the sunset. Man, like extend metaphor through it and the whole Sunday drive thing. Yeah. Like the Sunday drive mm-hmm. thing, just, that's just when they meet and they're like, I hear it's Sunday. Like, okay, you need to just stop now. <laughs> and then they just both break down and I was like, Ooh. Yeah, that that was the moment that got me the most. I've, I, I've heard this is a very emotional moment among Babylon 5 fans. And it, it certainly is for me too, but that, that moment particularly is the one that just, because mm-hmm. yeah. those actors just really. They, they nailed it, I felt like, that kind of that kind of goodbye. Although apparently the married couples in the room felt like this is not the way that you would say goodbye to. <laughs> no, <laughs> my husband others. knows he's going to die and he's like, I'm going to take a road trip. No, <laughs> he's not going to make it out the door because I'm going to murder him. <laughs> but it's poetic. It's, it will be no, his final words No, that's words what Zach does. will do. He'll be like... Okay, I got I'm gonna die, but I gotta go stop at Taekwondo first. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You never know though, I really <laughs> I, I, I had forgotten that he talked about it as part of the strategy for it. Yeah. And she's like, Really, even now? Yeah, like yeah. come on. <laughs> but Okay, the it was and, effective. And I really enjoy the the whole dinner party is great. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. and then Veer's whole talk about Londo. You know, just listening to Pac Ross sing. Yeah. That was just, it was that very sweet Londo mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're all like, and then we'll name all the people. We're like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fun. I will say that, that uh, Franklin's, Franklin's white hair just looks comical. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> A little too powdered or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, like he's just, I feel like he's just uh, the random uncle. Like, you know, in the Cosby show, there's just random, and ra- random other people that are there. Not to be racist, because Franklin's black, but I feel like he's just like the weird uncle that lives with Well, well he's, to be fair, he's always, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he normally lives with Garibaldi. <laughs> no, you know? the guy can't have no. But on the other hand, he's still, he's always been kind of the weird uncle. Yeah, he is, <laughs> yeah, he is the weird uncle. He still yeah. doesn't seem to have a, he doesn't be single hanging around. Yeah, he's, he's got to keep his options open. Dylan's <laughs> available now. Oh boy! No, don't even. I, I, I do. I do. I enjoy the fact that you know Garibaldi. Had, you know, he had lots of trouble over the season, but he ended up. He has family. Yeah. He has a daughter. He's hanging out. You know, like mm-hmm. a certain other person out trouble that should have not died at the end of an important movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm. I'm. Lo- I, I missed. So sorry. No, Tony should have stayed alive in Iron Man in Endgame. That's what we're saying. Hashtag what? Kill Captain America. Yeah, kill Captain America. Oh no, I still disagree there. So, anyways, that's <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, that's like six months old news. Yeah. We're, we're, but anyway, I'm, I'm very happy to see. I'm really happy to see Garibaldi. He has a kid. He seems mm-hmm. to be doing great. I don't. Know, I really enjoyed that scene. And then Ed Stevens just like, hey, I'm hanging out playing yeah. tennis. <laughs> Still a career man, but I can get, apparently afford to get off a little time now. A little time. So. Like, very, very, like, look how happy everything is. Like, a good, we haven't gotten to see that very many times for Garibaldi. That's true, yeah. Like, things are going well. Yeah, particularly this season was yes. a lot going bad, but it's good to know that he finally was able to stabilize. Yeah. Tell you that, and folks, that's what marriage will do for you. <laughs> I mean, Hopefully. I, I, yes. I think, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I do have to say we paid off a season one spoiler corner here What's with um, 
some centaur lady came in and gave Londo or some vision to oh, Sinclair, yeah. actually, back in the day, about Balon 5 blowing up. No boom today, boom tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, but we had a scene of the Balon 5, the station actually blowing up. Mm-hmm. Back in was season one. Did he have one. a dream about it or a vision? Someone or? had a... Uh, the Centauri... It was a seer. seer she, yeah, it's a seer that just foresaw it blowing up and everyone thought... It was like, oh man, oh, it's like, like some, something terrible was yeah. about to happen, or something now like that. Now that it was being decommissioned, right? Now that it was being decommissioned, which would, is a perfectly normal reason to get rid of something. And the the the, the theme that was playing while well, the the whole ship was blowing up, just like it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. That was that was a yeah, be- well, probably one of my my favorite musical. The music worked really well this episode. Yeah, yeah. Jay Michael directed this episode. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, I think I do remember hearing that, and that was uh, him as the maintenance guy that was turning off the lights. Really? Yep. Yeah. Huh. Nice little. Nice little cameo. Nice little cameo. Very symbolic. So yeah, so we should go in the spoiler corner now. No, I'm <laughs> okay. So in Crusade. <laughs> no, um, actually, one thing I did want to do here, I think it would be fitting since we've had this episode where they've been toasting the people who have uh, passed. I think because there's a surprising number of. Uh, the cast members from Babylon 5 that passed away upsettingly early. Um, right. Yes. The first one, I believe... But, like, passed away in real life? Passed in, away, the actors life. passed away oh, in real okay, life. okay, okay. Which I say early because, like, you know, some of the star, the original Star Trek actors lasted a very long time. Yeah. Some of them are still with us. Yeah. But there's a, num- there's a surprising number of Babylon 5 actors who have passed away. Uh, first, Andreas Katsoulas, uh, who played Jakar. He passed away in 2006, which I think oh. would have been like not even 10 years after this episode. Oh. He passed away from lung cancer. Oh. Unfortunately, he was a lifelong smoker, I believe. The, um, the one-armed man? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jakar. Um, Michael O'Hare, who played uh, Jeffrey Sinclair. I think we mentioned this before, but he passed away in 2012. Uh, he had some ongoing health issues there. Oh, yeah. I do remember you mentioning yeah. that. Yeah. Um, let see. Was that a heart attack? And he had also had some mental illnesses. Jerry Doyle, um, Michael Garibaldi. He, really? Yes, he passed away at age 60 in 2016. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he had... was cursed. Yeah, he, he had a... He, well, he had a successful talk show career, actually, as, like, a conservative talk show mm-hmm. host for okay. a while. In California, I think, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. In California, he actually ran for uh, office once. I don't think he was elected, but... Um, let's see. J. Michael donated to him, I think. He did. Yeah. He did. He died from natural causes, and this is interesting, with complications from chronic alcoholism being a, tri- a contributing factor. Oh. So interesting how life imitates oh, art there. Is. Oh, this one's surprising. Richard Biggs, who played um, Dr. Franklin, actually. What? what? Really? I didn't know When that. did he die? He died, actually, in 2004, even before Jakar, and that was, was a real big surprise. Um, complications stemming from aortic dissection. But yeah, he died really young, age forty-four. Wow. Yeah. But he was really young when the show was when the show began. Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, Zach. Uh, what's Zach? Up? Yeah, Zach. What's Zach the, Allen? What's the main guy in the show? What's the guy? Oh, Bruce Boxleman. I was going to say Sinclair, but it's not Sinclair. No, uh, Sheridan. 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 He uh, he's on Supergirl right now. Oh, is he on Supergirl he's right the now? President. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I knew yeah, he was on. I knew he was on. Uh, he was a. An antagonist and and heroes a while back. Do you remember was heroes? He really, I don't remember he was on there. Yeah, not not for super long. I think he was a politician in that uh, show. Too. Or, <laughs> He's the president on Supergirl. Okay, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, Zach 
Jeff Conway, he passed away in 2011. Uh, that was like drug abuse. Yeah, I think the drug abuse was... How old was he? He was also age 60, actually. Really? Yeah. Huh. He seemed way older than that when I watched him on Celebrity Rehab. Mm. Yeah, he had a lot of... A lot of health. He and, had a lot of substance abuse problems. Yeah, let's see. So there's various causes, including pneumonia and some long-term attributable to, to drug overdoses. And then... Uh, more? Last, one last one that I'm aware of, anyway. Stephen First, who played Veer. Oh, I didn't know that Aww. one. He, he's the most recent one. I think he died in 2017, actually, at age of 63. Dang. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's like half the cast. This is not a safe cast to a bit. No, I know. I'd like Star Trek people from the 60s. Oh, I mean, yeah. Kirk is like <laughs> 90 or something. Right. At this time of recording, he's still alive. Yes. He will always be alive. Oh, no, he will. He'll just... William Shatner will live forever. <laughs> Looks like he did have diabetes, so I don't know if he... Yeah, complications related to his diabetes. But uh, That's awful, though. The role of, of uh, him, him outside of Babylon 5 that I'm most familiar with, and this will be funny, but he did... Do you remember the Buzz Lightyear cartoon? No. There was a Buzz Lightyear cartoon, and he was like one of Buzz's sidekicks on that. Okay. Very, yeah, very big, comical <laughs> alien. So, anyway, that's so those are the ones. That's a ton. He was a random really patient on, uh, on Scrubs. Oh, really? Yeah. You recognize him from... Yeah, I was watching Scrubs, and I was like, holy crap, that's Veer. Where's the rest of his hair? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, obviously, Delenn was on Lost. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. probably... Probably one of the most visible for yeah. at least... I wonder See, if she... I still can't look at her and have her be like, where's Alex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll be weird going back to Lost at some point down the road here and seeing her in that again. I, I wanted to... They are the one in the this, same. They at the end of this episode, while she was staring into space again, I was like, I wonder if somebody has gone through and watched all the episodes and seen how long, percentage-wise, or how many minutes she has stared, like... Just stared. At things. Stared at, <laughs> like, something... In the air, that, like no uh, one else can see. She always like looks off. Into I was disappointed that there was there were no oranges. <laughs> there was orange juice. There was, there was orange but juice. that was a Garibaldi. Yeah, that's true. But there was orange juice. Must be a lot harder to get oranges on Minbar. I don't yeah, know. Maybe they're like an unsacred fruit. You should have been peeling one like on the ship. I, I'm I'm glad I. I Lauren just... should have given him one. Right? <laughs> that would have been too too on the nose. Though. Probably yeah, a little too on the nose. Yeah, maybe the orange phantom wasn't around yet. I'm no. glad apparently we're not the only ones who noticed this thing. After last after last week when we were recording talking about oranges, whenever last time I actually looked online, and no. found some like memes really? from fans. Oh, with, that's like, right. There's that T-shirt. That yeah, was, like, a T-shirt of like the uh, Sheridan like holding a whole bunch of oranges <laughs> and love and. <laughs> No, oh, there there are some pretty great memes that you sent us. That yeah, like, like the that one, uh, the, the distracted boyfriend one, yeah. where it's like oh, it's Sheridan's like, Sheridan's like at, the, at like fresh oranges, and Delenn's yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so I'm glad uh, I'm glad B five fans have caught on to that too. I I was not aware that was a thing. I still want to find a video montage of all the, <laughs> all, the all the oranges, all the oranges. That would be oranges, oranges. There's another. <laughs> So that's um, Battle of Five. That's the Battle of Five. So who would would you? Uh, I'm hoping at, after watching this, would you be able to recommend this to people if they uh, had Amazon Prime? I think I think so. Yeah, I my sphere of influence is not very large, so like most people I know have already seen it. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it's definitely a uh, has more substance than 
you know, you binge watch shows these days, and it's like there are two main things that happen in every episode. But mm. like, this is a. I would definitely. I wish it was on. It was more readily available. You know, like. So do we. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Warner Brothers has never really. I feel understood what sort of a property they have or yeah. valued it as well as they should. You've done so much with it. Yeah. Yeah. It deserves to be watched, which is why we did this hijack. Maybe it'll go on Netflix one day. Or... Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, it is on Amazon Prime. So it's yeah. greater than it used to be. Yeah. yeah. Before, it was like, you didn't it was, have the DVDs. You were, it was that random yeah. website. Yeah, random 90. Go 90. Go 90, was, yeah. Which no, doesn't exist anymore, but <laughs> we drove it out of business. Well, not <laughs> You were its last customer. <laughs> we were its last best hope for a, a quick buck. They were like, guys, they only watch two episodes every week. Uh. <laughs> I was thinking about this show just kind of overarching compared to a lot of modern shows. You know, every modern show, they kind of... Shake things up every season. More and of course, this show has seasonal things, but I think it's because it's written by one guy or something yeah. that it just have. They don't have to shake it up in such a way like we have to create some crazy new bad guy or some crazy. You know, the world itself is so coherent, and the characters have their own worldview that you can just get a lot of conflict. And you know, it feels like it has a has a holistic theme through the whole series, as opposed to just. Bits and pieces. I or, feel like they do make TV shows different now. Mm-hmm. You well, know, I, everyone they're compared. They they would have if it, if this were made now, there'd be a lot more explosions. There'd be a lot more <laughs> dirty things. I think uh, you know you know just things that are like oh this is what people want. I think it makes a difference too that he had a we're doing five years. Yeah, that's it. That's all yeah. we're doing. No, nowadays, on no one five, you know this was way before anyone Every did anything show like that. Should yeah. have an end like an end point. Uh, An end game. Yes. <laughs> well, take for take for example, once upon a time. <laughs> I was worried where you're going. No, like it should have had an end. You know, like every show, like they, you lose the ability to have this coherent long thing because mm-hmm. actors leave and things leave. But people could go here five years. We got this. We're going to do this. Yeah, yeah. And I do recall. Um, Bruce Boxlander, Sheridan, asking JMS, why couldn't you have called it Babylon 6? <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> it could have been one more year. Yeah, I was like, come on, it's a good, it's a great paycheck. It <laughs> almost turned into Babylon 4, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And if we did that in TV, you know, have set, then you could always do a spin-off and just mm-hmm. well, keep it going. You look at nowadays, some of the best, you look at something like Stranger Things, mm-hmm. you know, that was planned one thing, and then you go, okay, everybody wants more, we can do another one, but we're only going to do it if we get a good, we and can like, do a good story, we can episodes. do, yeah, yeah. We, we know what we're doing, you right. know, I, right now, network television doesn't do that, yeah, uh, now luckily well. there are these streaming services that we get more of that kind of thing, but just... Mm-hmm. Not like this. Right. I do think Stranger Things uh, creators have said they they see like a limit to how many seasons they want to do, which is yeah. good. Which they, is smart. smart. Yeah. Too many are like, oh, the you network drag says it on we got to keep doing it. And it's just like, right. no, stop before you kill it. <laughs> yeah. But no, like having, yeah, having an endpoint. In- like all CW shows currently. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> I guess. Hey, Supernatural has announced his last season, so you know what? Well, I, think, I wasn't talking about Supernatural. I think Arrow has like one last season too, but thank I couldn't goodness. believe it. I thought they were done. I was so <laughs> excited. And then I hear they another one. I was like, oh. Crap. And this is me just, you know, and like Brian's right, it, it has a, a different feel because it's, you know, television is different. You know, has it still yeah. more of that play set to it? You know, you have limited sets and you still have this sort of. Dialogue heavy, dialogue heavy, which you couldn't get in the same. Well, maybe you could, but 
I if, don't see as easily nowadays. You could get if uh, if you had. It would be interesting to have somebody like a uh, West Wing writer who writes West Wing. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin mm. write a sci-fi kind of show. That would be fascinating. You would have a neat. You know, that's true. Uh, but there aren't many writers who do a sci-fi show that is not. Action oriented. Blow up, action, more. Even the. Even like writers that write consistent characters. So many times <laughs> you watch a show where yeah. characters make so many choices where you're like, they would never do that. That makes yes, no sense. What? Is... And I think because. Okay, I'm on rant, but I think. <laughs> Go for it. A lot of writers. I think TV, current TV, is whatever gets the most drama, yeah. even if you have to kill the characters or the plot to do it. And. Babylon 5 was set up very much, you know, it was very character focused, and you just do with the, the characters were always in character, and that was the conflict. And they all had, they didn't just have personalities, they had missions, worldviews, things that they, you know, yeah. that the world, they were at odds with the world that was created. The world building, Babylon 5, is very, very cohesive and yeah. extensive. So, yeah. It's a rare thing that I think influenced a lot of what came before in subtle ways, because, I mean, Babylon 5 was. A mixed success. Obviously, he got its show in. He got... Had a lot of trouble. He had, had a lot of trouble staying on, partly because the original network it's on didn't cancel it. The network itself got canceled. Yeah. There was that horrible fight league in the basement that one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had... Yeah, it had, it had some, a few the, rough episodes. It had, it had season Monks one. Part season one. But when you think about, like... Showrunners. I don't know. I probably I was listening to an ep- uh, let's see when was it? Fantastic Worlds. It was a podcast. I think I was talking about the Twilight Zone and how Rod Sterling was really like one one of the first showrunners of how we envision mm. the the term these days. But Babylon Five really continued that and having again that very focus on one particular person's vision, mm-hmm. carrying it through. And now that's again probably Lost was the one that. Picked that up and ran with it even more. Yeah, um, and Aaron Sorkin, I guess West Wing was a good example of that. But that's something that's been keep going. Um, think about like serialized TV in the nineties. There really not, there wasn't much not like, like this, this anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I guess the late seasons of Isaac could tell me more, but like of Deep Space Nine, the later seasons had more of this serialized. They thing. did. I thought the later that that was pretty. But bad. that would have been near about five might have been over by the time we got to Dominion War. I don't even know. Yeah. That so. was nice, the the more serialized. But I think Battle uh, 5 worked that. The newest season of Star Trek Discovery, Brianna and I have watched, is a good... The whole season is one complete story, one... But even then, so you got characters that make dumb choices. Oh, no, no. It's not... Make sense. No, 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 no. Certainly, it's got more blow-up stuff. It's got more action-oriented. And there's characters that are like, wait, this is not the characters, personalities. Is that your species But they, they, they have that one season was one season, mm-hmm. you know, that was nice, where it's not like, oh, they're just going to drag this on forever mm-hmm. and ever and kill people. And... It does seem like, the strength that the current TV does, they do seem to like these one season ideas. Like, yeah. we see that in a lot of different shows. Yeah, Agents of common. S.H.I.E.L.D. does that pretty often. But, yeah. But the, it would be nice if, like, like Babylon 5 does, have this... You know, big. It's an unfortunate. I think the thing that's unfortunate with current. What's nice is that the the streaming services are letting people do you know this one shot things and they can get it done. What's not as good is like give them three years. Say yeah. you get three years. Here's you get your seasons and then we're weaving these things through. Like you know, like Avatar or you know yeah. these, these things where 
you're able to go, this is how long we're doing it, this is how much it's going to do. Because Brandon has not listened to our hijacks, because we had so many spoiler corners, but if you listen to our season one, there's stuff set up from season one that ends up in season three, four, five. Crazy. Yeah, now we can start listening. Which is which is crazy, and that sort of, like, cohesive... It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so the I don't think hijack. you even listen to these. I've been here. <laughs> so he's heard all well, the spoiler true. corners that you haven't heard. Well, half but... the time, like right now, I feel like he just needs to come sit in my chair because he's, he's <laughs> talked far more than I have today. Uh, and and Batman Five won a number of Emmys during the oh, really? years. Mm-hmm. Or not, Emmy? No, 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 no. no. Hugo's. 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 Wrong. Wrong word. The sci-fi. The sci-fi uh, they awards. They still do those. They, yeah, they, they, they do. Doctor Who won a couple times. I think. Some other show. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. say Emmy's really. That's a. Yeah. I don't know about that actually. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you there, Zach. I, I would love to see more shows do the set number, the set yeah. arc thing. They're, yeah. the, not like let's see how long this goes. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's interesting. Not very many shows even do arcs outside of a season. I mean, I guess one person of interest. I would say has some job. of that. Person, yeah, they they kept. Uh, yeah, person of interest has a good like overarching. Th- thematic world. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's much about does your world make sense all the time or are you just constantly throwing new things in? Yeah. <laughs> Was that a once upon a time thing? Lunch upon a time? <laughs> Lunch oh. upon a Cough, okay. Right. That's a good diner. Lunch upon a time. Good. <laughs> Lunch upon a stein? <laughs> I don't know what that it's means. It's a German diner. But yes, I would encourage you, Brianna, to go ahead and start listening through Weekly Hijacks. I don't know if I can stand to to hear the sound of my own voice. (laughs) You get used to it after a while. (laughs) Not your, like, your personal. (laughs) 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 You make fun of my wife's voice? In a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's wonderful, Brianna. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. But anyway... So this is, hey guys, this is the first series we've completed. We've actually on the finished, hijack. like beginning to end. You're welcome. It's exciting. Thank you so much for joining us <laughs> on this wonderful trip. Um, of course, we're not completely done with the world of Babylon Five. We've got some TV movies. Now, first off, well, the first one's going to be the, the pilot. pilot. <laughs> which is, I've said before, it's kind of bizarro world. So, is there going to be heckling allowed? Oh, possibly. Probably. Do you see some of the? Do you see the picture at the end where they show like? Early version of yeah. guitar, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Because yeah, like Jakar looks like he's he's been like on some hard drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he's there's he some looks, of that going on. The pilot, I, I I like to say the pilot is mostly canon. <laughs> like, okay, there's things about like they reference a lot of things in the pilot, but then there's certain things that never get brought up again. Mm. So we'll pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then after that, so when Babylon 5 got picked up by TNT for its last season. They like four movies, didn't they? Well, yeah, they wanted a little bang for their buck. So that's when that's when they made a couple TV movies. TV. One's really good. Yeah, the best one is about the Earthman-Bari War. Um, then there's there's an episode that takes place like during the middle of season four, I think. Oh. So they just kind of try to squeeze it in there. And then there's one that takes place. Like there wasn't enough happening in season four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's like basically in between the Shadow War and the Earth War is when it takes place. Um, and then there's then there's a movie that takes place after Sheridan Dillon leave Babylon 5. Okay. So, okay. So that, basically that's, after most of the series. That's logical. This one about five years after? Yes. That's basically a pilot for Crusade, Crusade. the spinoff series. Oh. So, How long did that last? Just a season? Like not even that. 13 episodes? Say, something yeah. like that. They had a lot of trouble with the network. Yeah. Trying to get more boom. And try to get more yeah, more boom and more control from yeah. JMS. And he doesn't like that. No. 
And then there's there was one other pilot that didn't get picked up that that was after it was made after Crusade. Um, and then there's a directed DVD thing that I've never seen, which we've never seen. That's so that always be, a good time. And I've never seen this. I've never seen Crusade, the spinoff series. So really, I will that will be new for me. That's interesting. Yeah. We, we will say I have seen it. besides um, from the beginning that was in the beginning. Um, some of the other products are kind I, of. Um, you mean the pilot? I no, no, the, no. The Earthburn. Oh, besides that one, we have varying levels of success. I think. <laughs> I don't think they're bad. They're no, but they're not, are not. Yeah, they're not bad. But some were the end of Battle on Five was particular. I mean, season four, three, and four especially are the high marks. I think, and then and the season five, I think, is really good. Yeah, and there, there's. I think there was a lot of good stuff in season five. We've talked ad nauseum yeah. about the problems with the telepath stuff yeah. in the beginning, but. We don't need to go over that all, all over again. So this is free Byron. <laughs> this has uh, been a long weekly hijack yeah. episode, but I think it was warranted with finishing off the series. And um, oh, yeah. we, we hope you all enjoyed it. Any final thoughts, anyone? Uh, I would have liked to see Kosh's before and after. <laughs> uh, that would have been awesome. That, that, that would have been pretty fun, actually. <laughs> and that last cast photo. That would have yeah, been great. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to Babylon 5 on the Weekly Hijack. Again, some more spinoffs, but this is the end of the series proper. You made it. Hopefully you've listened to all of it. If you've missed some, what are you waiting for? Go back. Go through the archives. Enjoy. Um, psychopath? Be like, yeah, be like Brianna and, and go through it all, you psychopath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, start at the ending and then, like, what? <laughs> go backwards? That would be weird. Like, just listen through the whole Weekly Hijack backwards? That's how yeah, Merlin does it. You need, you need to get help then. That's what you're doing. <laughs> All right. But hopefully you stay tuned for whatever comes next. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. This has been your last best hope for peace. Good night.